is a Bramble Jam podcast. Hi, I'm Bran, and uh, is that Daryl Strawberry? <laughs> Hello. Daryl, how are you? Never again, I say. Why Never. are you here on a Monday? I thought this was the price is right. Okay, come on down. <laughs> I'm Dan. I despise Lifetime movies. I'm Alonzo, and I have no idea what's going on. And this <laughs> is the Deck the, the Hallmark, Hallmark Podcast. Podcast. To be fair, I feel like we were all caught off guard by a callback to, I don't know, six weeks ago? To two months, probably. Two months, probably, um, of one one joke. In a did, Win Calls the Heart episode. In a Win Calls the Heart episode we did two months ago. That Brand, Alonzo loves the Win Calls the Heart episode. He does. He listens every week. I, I listen more often than you'd think, but I'm maybe I guess I missed that. You know, one. it's crazy when you put out five episodes a week how much people just don't care enough to listen to you five hours a week. <laughs> it's almost like it's a lot. Nah, I don't think so. Yeah. I don't think so. If you cared, you would. That's hey, look, you know, one of these days we're not going to be around. And you're going to be thankful. You're going to go back and listen what to all that? this. What's happening? Well, I mean, one of these, you know what I mean? Like, not right now, Brian. One of these days? Yeah, see my Jesus face to face, but also, like... <laughs> What you know, like like twenty fifty eight. What if we stop the podcast in twenty fifty eight? Is it, Good Lord, I hope we're not still yeah. doing this podcast so in twenty fifty eight. What, what, what if what if this became a show about finding love at the holidays and then became the number one podcast? Whoa, we let's set our dreams a little higher. But let's just say in forty years we're not doing this anymore. Uh, Pain is one hundred and thirty six. You 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 and I you and I are in our seventies. And there's going to be some people out there in our 50s who were definitely 12 that listened to us and go, man, I didn't listen to all the episodes. Now I've got plenty of episodes to catch it. Sooner or later, it's going to be nice to have oh, all this content. No, I think Lacey still got it. <laughs> <laughs> she still got it. Oh, my goodness. And then once they get all the way through, they might finally go, mm, maybe I'll check out a film and a movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's only 50 episodes. Not even worth my time. I've got 50,000 to do. Uh I will say this, episode 1,000, we got to do something, right? Got to do something. We're, we're, like, we're at what, like 400 right now? We're we not like, there yet. We, we've been doing like one a day for forever. Yeah. Like episode 1,000's got to be something. What do we do? I don't know, but that's not for a couple of couple we do, years. We do an ultimate best of? Ultimate best of. <laughs> it's just 10 yeah. days long. I don't know what, you're right. What do we do to make things different and out of the box? Yeah. Um, at 1,000, woof, who knows? I yes. think, Trace I think, and I think you have to go to Kansas and do it in the lobby of the Hallmark yeah, Corporate. I like Without that. their permission. Ooh. Even better. Yeah. Maybe we find a week where there's, like, we just, for a year, we know a thousand's coming up, and we travel to all the movie sets unannounced. We don't tell anybody. And we just Ooh. try to record and get interviews the whole time we play it all. One episode of thousand. Not bad. Maybe a lot re of, we release the footage of us on USS Christmas. That, that I think we released. could do. Um, <laughs> there's some footage we got. Yeah. For sure, of us hanging out, waiting to be on a movie that we never got to does be on. Does it include the bratwurst? Uh, it does not include the bratwurst. Uh, it includes a lot of sitting around, playing with face shields. Um, alleged bratwurst. Alleged There's bratwurst. No, no I'm there. I'm an eyewitness. It happens. Yeah, you're trustworthy. <laughs> yeah, I am. When it comes to bratwurst, yep. you sure are. Uh, and speaking of face shields. Um, let's talk about Dear Christmas. That was <laughs> They didn't need him for this movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's no one on set. There's eight people. Uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> this uh, yeah, it, this movie was uh, like fully a- approved by the CDC. <laughs> yeah. It's like you guys, you're fine. Yeah. Like just don't even worry you're about pretty it. Pretty much sheltering in place, yeah, right? <laughs> you're, 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 you guys are you're your bubble. You're fine. You're good. You're, you're your good. bubble. You're, you're, you're staying bubble. within your pod. That's right. You're That's quarantine. Right. <laughs> Oh, man. Don't miss those terms, huh? Uh, Dear Christmas originally aired on November 27th, 2020. 2020. And I went a little... Sun- is this, was this up against uh, CCB? Is that what they're doing now every year? I think so. With Melissa Joan Hart? Yeah. Clash of the Titans. Really is, huh? Look, I like Melissa Joan Hart more than I like CCB, but that is like bringing a single-A ball club to play the World Series champions. <laughs> that's just not, you know, that's like bringing that's Little tough. Caesars to play. It's, you know. what, it's what Lifetime's got. Yeah, that's true. Um, it originally aired on November 27th, 2020, and it went a little something like this. Natalie is the host of the number one podcast in the world. It also won podcast of the year, and also it's called Holiday Love. Natalie is going home to Lake Tahoe. She's on her way, um, and she gets a flat tire in town just a few minutes from home. Luckily, Mr. Christmas rides by, who is a tow truck driver, uh, helps, uh, helps her fix it. His truck is decked out. She sits inside of his truck, and it's decked out with Christmas lights, hot cocoa, candy cane, and all the serial killer vibes you could ask for. Uh, when Natalie arrives home, she uh, she sees her sister, who is expecting child. She's with child. Um, and her parents, who now own a bookstore in town. Natalie is planning on recording um, some stuff for the podcast while she's at home and to do um, a quote-unquote live podcast on Christmas Eve. Uh, Natalie finds out that her old childhood diaries are in her room in boxes, and so she goes through those, reads them, big fun. Uh, The next morning, uh, Mr. Christmas is outside her window hanging Christmas lights. Um, the hunk turns out to be um, an old classmate. They went to uh, they were an eighth grade band together, uh, and they decorate the house together. And they have a lovely time. Mr. Christmas hosts a um, a alleged sing along. We don't see it at the bookstore and uh, runs into Natalie, and uh, he admits I've been listening to the podcast a little bit. I like it. Um, and they realize that they have a they've been literally to all of the same places in the world at the same exact time it seems like and yet have not met each other um, since 8th grade of course uh, they find a tree in the woods together they chop it down because that's what you do uh, and Natalie gives Mr. Christmas's niece some dating advice uh, it's a good, it's good, great for all everybody involved um, the tree comes home uh, they bring the tree home and the sister sees Mr. Christmas and she's like woo we um there's a christmas party again we don't see that um and uh chris and natalie then go and make some um heart-shaped ornaments for the nurses and first responders and uh we get some just glass blowing uh so that's wonderful and in the process of you know holding a fireball um he says hey do you want to go to the uh fireman's ball with me and (laughs) 
She's like, of course I do. Except the night of the fireman ball, um, na- the sister goes into labor. And Natalie sticks around just long enough to make sure that her sister is okay. And then runs off to the ball. Uh, the ball's over, but you know who's not gone yet? Mr. Christmas. He was waiting for her just in case she stopped by. Um, they have a dance, and that's fine. Uh, Natalie thinks that is too uh, early to be falling in love. Love takes time, she keeps thinking to herself. He comes over to meet the new baby who just happens to be a plastic doll. He holds it and she's just watching thinking, boy, he'd be a good dad, but can he be uh, my husband? This is all happening so fast. I don't know. Um, Plus, I got to go back to Chicago. It doesn't make sense. And he's like, listen, love takes times, but I've had a crush on you since the eighth grade. He puts, uh, he gets back in his car and we see he had some sort of uh, ring, an engagement ring with him. Was he ready to propose? I don't know. Natalie then makes a sad gingerbread man so you know she's real bummed out. Natalie uh, broadcasts her quote-unquote live podcast to tens of people that all live in Lake Tahoe. Um, She starts to ramble. She doesn't know what to talk about. Um, And then she decides, I'm going to tell the story about Chris, and she tells everybody how much she loves him. And then we see that she has her eighth-grade diary that shows that she loved him as well back in eighth grade. Mr. Christmas shows up and kisses her. Um, while she's in her PJs and he's wearing a Santa costume, standard first kiss type of stuff. Um, they kiss and um, th- that's that's uh, we're all very excited about it. And that, my friends, was Dear, Dear Christmas. Christmas. We did it. Boy. Yeah, we did. We got four segments. We're going to break it down. We're going to take a quick break first and come back here on Deck the Homework. Hello, you over there. My name is Brand. Hey, I want to tell you about a place. It's called Philo. That's right. It's a place. It's a state of mind. It's a thing that you can watch your shows. You can have a lot of fun. A limited DVR. Ho, 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 ho. DVR is so good. It lasts a year like you know it should. And even better, 25% off for two months. Where are you going to find it? Follow the TV slash DTH. Dun, 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 dun. Follow the TV slash DTH. Dun, 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 dun. Follow TV slash DTH in case it wasn't clear. Welcome back, everybody. We're talking about Dear Christmas here you know on what this gets old podcast. <laughs> July, Christmas in July. So you know what doesn't get old is Philo ads. They sure don't. Man, they you just, never know what every you're time get. we crush it. I love Philo. I did not I did not realize Bran had such mad flow. Uh, mad mean, flow. You know. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Um, let's talk about Dear Christmas, the movie that I think represents podcasting. Better than any. We can finally be proud yeah. of oh, one of yeah. these. Um, let's talk about it. So let's start with the hot take, and I will start... With my good friend Alonzo. Alonzo, take us to the hot place. Oh, I don't know. Lord. I was trying to be thing. I don't know. Lord. <laughs> yeah, this this movie is just kind of nonsense. I mean, just be- between the 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 podcast stuff and the like. The, 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 okay, we take it for granted with these movies that like someone's going to come back to their hometown and like rekindle something they had with their like high school sweetheart or the person they ignored in high school or whatever. But this movie actively makes the case that relationships are only good if they 
take time, but take time means if you had a crush on a guy in the eighth grade and then you run into him later, then all of that time since the eighth grade counts as the time <laughs> required to build a it relationship. Counts. It counts. It's, it's, time it's, is time. Time is time. Yeah. What is time? Like, is time? Can we all just agree? Like, yeah. just, let's it's, just pick a, a time. Circle. Yeah. Just pick a time, right? Pick a time. So, yeah, that, uh, there's some things I like, and we'll get into that, but oof, this movie is just kind of, even even by the scale of these movies, is nonsense. In this journey that we've gone on, um, have we watched two or three Melissa Joan Hart movies? Well, she directed Felice Navi Dad, right. and then when she did the she toy, has a cameo. She does. Yes. She did the Toy so Story. So we've watched two that she's in, one that she's directed. This yeah. is my favorite. Okay. Of the th- of those ones, um, it, if that's the what we're just <laughs> scaling, sure, yep. yes. Yeah. Uh, I I I I did I did like it, but there's also a lot about this movie that is not likable in general, um, such as just the horrendous understanding of podcasting. Oh. The, the very odd definition of time. The, 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 just her, just in her podcast theme in general. A lot of it just made me go, I hate you and everything you stand for. <laughs> But I, there's also a certain uh, amount of charm in this movie. I like the two leads together. I, I, there was something about them that I found to be warm and enjoyable. Um, but aside from that, not a ton in this movie to cheer for. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was fine. Yeah. Um, you, I don't know what you're talking about. This movie's airtight. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is a think piece on a zombie apocalypse. Like... <laughs> You know, everybody else is worried about the zombies and everything. These are the eight people that have found a place where no one else lives, and they've made themselves safe, and they've created a universe that makes sense in their heads. And that's one where you do live podcasts, and they're not online radio. They're podcasting, but but live. At one point in this movie, I looked, and I was like, man, the lead guy looks like Jason Priestley, but ancient. And it turns out, no, I look, 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 look. I know that that's not nice. That's what happened. I'm not making a joke. I legitimately was like, that guy looks like an older Jason Priestley. It's just Jason Priestley. It's just him. He's just there hanging out. He doesn't even get second billing. Ed Bagley gets second billing, who is a zombie in this movie. He's not even trying. Improv extraordinaire Ed Bagley Jr. is not trying in this movie. If you look at the cast of this movie, you would think that it would be much better than it is. It is better as a a farcical comedy than it is anything else. Uh, There are questions upon questions upon questions. But... There is this weird charm between the two of them, between Melissa Joan Hart and, and Jason Priestley, both of whom are just, I, I don't know what's going on there, but whenever they're on screen together, there's something weird about it that kind of works, weirdly enough, but it's terrible. The movie's very, very bad. Podcasting time, otherwise. There's eight, I think there's eight people in this movie. I mean, literally. I, Nikki Whelan, her husband, Ed Bagley, his wife, Melissa Joan Hart, Jason Priestley. Who else? Hank the HR guy. Hank the HR guy. I, and then I, Penny. Penny. That's it. That's eight. Robin That's Gibbons. it. Eight people. I, I think the only person in this movie without a speaking role is Hank the HR guy. That's right. So if that's yes. what qualifies as an extra, there's only one extra in this entire movie. There's, there's seven There's only people. one extra in this entire movie. There's seven people in the movie. It's a one-act play. It could have been done <laughs> on a stage somewhere. 
possibly was. Oh my gosh. It's the holiday version of no exit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know what? Uh, no, there's two, there's a, there's a few other people that send in videos. Yeah, 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 so yeah, 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 that's true. That's they're true. not actually yeah. on you know, sets, but they got away with that know, as well. Got a Hillary Burton oh. in there. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. there you go. Uh, let's go to the, all the feels where we talk about things in this movie that gave us feels. Uh, Alonzo, any feels to be found for you? Uh, you know, I, yeah, I, I agree with you guys that the the two of them do have chemistry, and I think in a movie where they weren't like in a soul sucking void of emptiness, that the, you know that might actually take us somewhere. Uh, I, I was I was glad that Ed Begley Jr. was in this less so than I was to actually see Ed Begley Jr.'s performance because you're right he's he he's he he wanders in reads a cue card and wanders out That's again. Right. Uh, and and Faith Prince, you know, she's like Broadway legend, and I think was also on like Melissa and Joey or. One of the, one of the the MJH TV shows, but yeah, the, that's about it. I mean, I I admire the effort to like Christmas it up as much as possible without having like you know caroling People. or tree lighting or anything that would involve like a group of some sort or other. So it's like, well, we got a tow truck. Let's just we're gonna have marshmallows in that tow truck. Dang it! That's right. Uh, so yeah, I, I I admire the effort, and I think that that there are some performances here that might have worked better elsewhere. But oh, yeah, not, Alonzo, not uh, Brandon didn't know who Ed Begley jr was and and he was like this guy's awful like he's ter-. and i was like you don't understand like ed bagley jr is a national treasure he did have a familiar face but in this move and then i explained to him he was in sit well and arrested development he was like okay that's who he is but like i was like saying elsewhere is before yeah, y'all's time he's I guess, got but. 300 some acting credits like oh, yeah. legit, like he's, he's unreal but in this he, movie he used none of those to no, help him he, prepare for he, this he's just showing up and reading a car i don't know how else to s- describe what it's almost like he is doing an inside joke for just him. Like I don't, I don't like I don't know how else to describe what he's doing in this movie. And he's not. I looked him up. I was like, maybe he's just getting old. He's like seventy one. He's not like super no. old. I, I think may, maybe uh, just to, to be the, the most generous read is like he's trying to play sort of like a befuddled dad, you know, but it, it, it it's just a befuddled performance. It you is know? wild. Like, he's, he's barely there. It's yeah. crazy. Um, my, I mean, I had a, uh, the, I had feels when they were decorating the house, uh, for some reason it gave me feels, um, you know, we see decorating montages in every movie, but there was something about them. Like she was excited to see him again. It was, you know, after the first time he said, I'll see you tomorrow. He uses that line a lot, but he, he, they do see each other tomorrow and she's pleasantly surprised and they stop. Dan, stop. Bran, did you did you like the we don't have a connection line? Is, did that score with you? I didn't. Uh, oh, gosh, I don't know. No. No, it bummed me out, I think, a little this bit. This is a safe space. You could admit it if you want. Yeah, no, I think it bummed me out a little bit. Uh, but, but the overall decorating scene, I, I liked a lot. And um, yeah, that's what I'll go with. Yeah, um, they uh, this movie is interspersed with three or four, I think three videos of people that are sending in videos yeah. about their love story. Um, and that's a bit from when Harry met Sally. Rob Reiner mm. used, uh, didn't he use actual couples, I believe? No, no, they those weren't? are all script. Those, wow. those were scripted, actually, by, by Nora Ephron, yeah. And then and that also was, in turn, a play on uh, the Warren Beatty movie Reds. I'm sure it was. Older people who were contemporaries of the the characters were kind of giving their testimony That's about cool. what actually happened. And so it's a fine idea, and by and large, it doesn't work in the movie. But there's one where the the guys overseas and they're talking, and there's that one. I have some wait, what's about? But <laughs> there's a moment in there which really works, like when she finds out he's coming home, and it's not an actual troop homecoming. 
I thought it was a really sincere, genuine moment. I was like, oh, that 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 actually did work for me. So there you go. There you have it. Uh, let's take a quick break. We'll come back with the wait what's. If let's we can it. find any. Okay. If if we we'll can, see, we'll if see what happens. Scrape some up yeah. off, we'll, off we'll the bottom. Dig. We'll see what happens. Here on Dead Horror. We're talking Dear Christmas here on Deck the Hallmark, and I'm, I'm here with my good friends Dan Alonzo. Guys, what a joy. I just want to stop and just say <laughs> thanks, man. <laughs> thankful, Much appreciated. Thankful for friendship. Yeah, of course. Uh, let's get to the wait what, now that we got that out of the way. I checked that off the to-do list You from only Tracy. need three people to have a great holiday. That's right. That's exactly right. We're three or more. You want to go crazy, get seven. Ooh. You know it's out of hand. <laughs> <laughs> Look out. Um, let's do wait what. I'm going to start with Alonzo. Alonzo, what you got? I feel like I owe a sincere apology to the Allison Sweeney uh, Hallmark Movies and Mysteries where she plays a true crime podcaster and everybody's <laughs> always listening to the show as she's recording it. Uh, I thought that was as bad as it was going to get nope. in terms of like TV movies that don't get podcasting. Ay, 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 this movie. Okay, first of all, this is a podcast that is dedicated to the notion of talking about love at the holidays, mm -hmm. whatever holiday it is, Valentine's Day, July 4th, Thanksgiving, Halloween, she'll do a thing about it. A, a single person giving you advice about how to deal with love at the holidays is the number one podcast in America mm. and somehow goes beyond one year. Because what happens after you've hit all the holidays? You have to then find new things to talk about. She's got a book out. At Thanksgiving single. Yes, and there's a book. Like, what is left yeah, how to is, talk about? How unrealistic is it that a podcaster is just writing a book? Uh, oh, that's nonsense. That's I will say this. I was confused about the premise of the podcast as a whole because I, you know, I assumed that it was her telling other people's stories based around the holidays. There, and we see some stories send in, but we never actually see a podcast that's doing that. But, or we never actually right. get to hear you The one thing, she do, does every episode live, not just the Christmas Eve one, because the first episode she does, she finishes it, and she turns to Penny and was like, I just finished doing that one. She says we're doing it live. I appreciate taking your calls. She does all of them live. Like that was my whole deal is is that she has an online radio station. She does not have a podcast. Yeah. They're they're different. They're yeah. different animals. And she doesn't do a podcast. That's not what she does. I don't know how else to describe it. Like you could maybe find the 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 online radio Episodes. episode <laughs> in podcast form, but what she's doing is broadcasting live. That's what she's right. doing. When we do the marathon live, it's not a podcast. We're, we're live streaming ourselves doing something else. When we did the Cookie Palooza, not a podcast. Like it's when we record a podcast live in front of a crowd, live podcast. That's right. Yeah. yeah. When when y'all when you're listening or watching this show, this was weeks ago. That's right, weeks ago. Don't tell anybody. Stop. We don't even know what Christmas in July is all about yet. Little little peek behind the curtain. That's it's right. a shame what How happened. You, it's, it's just a shame what happened in the middle of July, huh? Oh, man. We can't comment on current events. No. What a no, shame. Of course not. Nothing. So, all right. I get that the, the Jason Priestley character is named Chris Massey. So mm -hmm. everybody calls him Christmas and he's Mr. Christmas. But like, what happens when a tow truck shows up in July or August or February <laughs> with Mr. <laughs> Christmas on the side? It's like. 
again, it, the, you know, it, it, we see this so often in these movies where it's like, I know, make it a Christmas ranch or I'm a Christmas podcaster. It's like, yeah, that's great for like two months of the year. To, uh, to, trust me, I've written two books about Christmas movies now, and I understand there's a limited window when anybody wants to talk about this stuff. And the rest of the year, it's like it's, it, it goes contrary away. to so, brain, belief by brain. <laughs> Right. Again, well, I, I call I, BS. Actually, no, I, I take it back. Christmas podcasting has become a year-round thing for Thank a lot God. of folks. So, so, but nonetheless, it just it just seems like a weird brand to have, like you know, throughout the year. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, like you know, as we've said, the the, the COVID is so apparent in oh, this man. movie. Between the sparsing, the, the sparsely filled scenes, the empty bookstores and restaurants, it's and the most the, COVID and, movie I've ever I've ever seen. Ever. Yeah. I mean, I, if nothing else, it makes you appreciate every other 2020 Christmas yeah, movie yep. that went out of their way to make it not look like the the Walking Dead. You know, so that's that was just bananas. Um, that is so not Jason Priestley singing. No, when no he is playing the guitar, and no I'm sure way. he can and could, but it's just so weirdly dubbed. It was like. I, I don't know. I don't know what that's about. Like this guy made a documentary about the bare naked ladies. I'm sure somebody could teach him how to play, sing four lines of a Christmas carol and it would be fine. Better but it would only take like one week. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. It's been one week since you looked at me. Not Jason Priestley. Uh, even with just the, 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 the when they're, with them being the only people on screen, which happens a lot, you can this movie also feels really padded like there yes. are pauses in their conversations you. you could just drive a truck through yes um you know and and like even the even the glass blowing scene goes on for a really long time and i'm sorry glass blowing scene you are no um a christmas in evergreen tidings of joy that is a glass that's blowing right scene that's right um the uh the, the the whole okay the 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 pregnant sister's story about meeting her accountant and how he immediately wanted to start filing jointly that's a creepy story that's <laughs> moving way too fast and i just found it all very unsettling um the uh the the the, the okay yeah, the boss and the hr guy after four days they found true love but they've known each other for five years not being in love a relationship so that counts so that's gonna set us up for the whole crazy love eighth grade nonsense um and then, okay, after her, her live podcast, she immediately comes downstairs and says, it went viral. <laughs> you already have the number one podcast in the country. There is by, no viral. What is, what is the measure by which that goes viral if you're already at the top of the heap? Uh, yeah. It, it, everything's viral that's right. at that point. Everyone in the world listens. Yeah, the ma right. the mash finale think, numbers like triple. <laughs> you think old Joe Rogan's getting excited every time someone writes an article about him? Oh my gosh! I mean, yeah, we are. <laughs> yes, exactly. We have somewhere to climb to. Yeah. But like, if she's already the number one podcast in the country, then I, that's ridiculous. Uh, yeah, I got nothing. I want to um, piggy piggyback off the number one podcast thing and just say she is the number one podcast in America, but. She chose, for reasons unknown to me, to drive, and I Googled it, 29 hours from Chicago to Lake Tahoe right. instead of flying. Yep. Yeah. She has the number. She said it was only 12 hours. I Googled it. It's a 29-hour drive. The zombie apocalypse closed all the airports. That's right. You don't understand. She's going to take all uh, back, back, back roads, zombie free roads. You know what? You know what? If this movie would have just come out and said it's taking place during COVID, which there are things that are said that imply it. 
then that's fine. Nurses like if you and nurses and first responders, yes, certainly, yeah, that's uh, j- just do it. But like they they don't say it, and so then I'm forced to come to terms with the fact that somehow Joe Rogan's driving 29 hours for the holidays <laughs> to save a few dollars. <laughs> I don't understand that. I don't understand. Her parents are bragging about a window display. That is not a window display. A, a display of something that takes place in a window but points into the store is not a window display. No. If you display have to in go inside to see it, what it is, it's not a window display. I wonder what that cardboard cutout is. I wish I'd guess we'll aim go it inside. towards the window. <laughs> Maybe um, maybe on the back side of it it says something else <laughs> that is a window display. Maybe it's reversible. Oh. Maybe the other side is also her smiling. They're playing yeah. 3D chess. 4D chess. 4D. 3D no chess is what here. we all play. <laughs> we all play 3D chess. No humans here. Keep moving. That's right. <laughs> um, <laughs> um the tree that they take from the back of the truck into the house could not be more fake. Yeah. In fact, I was worried about it coming apart after, as they took it out of the, the truck. There was a noticeable weird bend thing going on there. It was going to snap. Very concerned about it. I, I Again, I just... She, I, she didn't recognize him, didn't remember really his name. She had a crush on the guy. In eighth grade. In eighth grade. Yeah. She had a crush on him. Didn't wrote remember. it in a notebook. I know she Full had lots of, of I know she had lots of crushes. They make that perfectly clear. But she forgot entirely the existence of this guy. of a crush. It's got to make you feel good. I, that's that's pretty wild, <laughs> that's huh? Pretty wild. Pretty wild. Yeah. And at the very end, may I suggest to you that the of the the, the things you don't want to do if you'd like to live zombie apocalypse or otherwise you do not get into a sh- tow truck stranger's truck and drink hot chocolate out of the mug that he's provided for you <laughs> um you don't do that you don't 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 ever do that she doesn't know this guy and he's like there's some hot chocolate in the truck go get you some not a good idea would highly recommend not do this hey why is her room full, full of boxes <laughs> The family did not just move to that house. No, 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 no. That actually gets explained. Okay, what is the, it? The, the pregnant sister says, your room is being turned into like a gym or a sewing room. My room is being turned into a nursery. So they just That's decided why, to, to so all pack their it stuff up. got boxed up. Yes. I'm glad I got the answer to that question. <laughs> um, he's decorating this house professionally, and he's going to leave a bright yellow extension cord just running up the side of the wall. <laughs> Like, come on, guys. Like, I hate decorating my house. I would ne- I would be caught dead doing that. Can you imagine, like, in the daytime, just seeing a giant extension cord in the middle of the display? Like, <laughs> be better. Hide it. Make it the same color as the wall. Do something. Like, like festive duct tape on it. <laughs> act, act like you've been there before. We'll Look, work through this together when hey, I'm decorating your house. I love season. it. We made hey, the agreement. Yeah, I'm buying your decorating. I like it. Hey, uh... Look, I am all for the local bookstore. In fact, buy I'll Be Home for Christmas movies and do so at a local bookstore if you can. You can buy it in advance, local bookstore. You can do that as well. Um, however, <laughs> the parents, Ed Bagley Jr. and what's her name? I forgot her name. I can't believe it. Uh, Faith Prince. Faith Prince. They bought a bookstore in 2020, a local one, <laughs> and they said this line. They said, investing... <laughs> in a local bookstore was the best investment we've ever made. 
these people are broke. They're broke. They don't have any money. The best investment they ever made was a 2020 local bookstore. <laughs> Not only that, then they followed up by saying, and we were investment bankers. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> they were terrible at it. Bri- yeah. Bri- brick and mortar selling paper books in 2020 with window displays facing in. We thought it was going to be Doge. We thought Doge would be the best investment. We were wrong. Wait, hold, people, pay- hold. I, I want to piggyback on that real quick. Also, this is a book where, yes, they do have a big cardboard cut out of their daughter, but they also have a book that's like the, you know, manager's choice or whatever. Is the manager's choice the book by their daughter that you think they'd really be pushing? It is not. Oh it is gosh. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. I mean, you know, they've got standards, Alonzo. Clearly, There's nothing yes. that we can do. Best investment, so we've, far. Best Listen, investment we've ever made. <laughs> Listen, daughter, a, your book's good, but yeah. it's no Rudolph. No, of course not. Um... <laughs> Look, uh, at one point, uh, Melissa Joan Hart puts in earbuds, and they want Lifetime wants you to know that they're fancy and have Bluetooth earbuds. Those earbuds are giant. They're massive. They're red. They're bigger than her entire ear. I don't. I like if you. I don't understand. They're no Raycon. They're no Raycon. They're no Raycon E twenty fives. They're no Apple Air AirPods. They're none of them. Kim Kardashian wouldn't be caught dead wearing. They're massive. <laughs> they they look like pennants you hang on your SUV on the way to a football game. <laughs> They're, they're giant. Why? Why are they so big? Um, if, he's, if the couple on Zoom, if he's going to propose to her, why is he saying that over Zoom? The only thing I can assume was she, that he sent the video. And the only thing, like, he, she They're must, talking together. Yeah, but he walks, she walks out. She walks out. But either her speaker's on, on her computer, or she's got smaller earbuds in, right? <laughs> you can't just say that when you're on the line with your hopefully she, yeah. fiance I mean, one we day. We know she didn't have the ham radio earbuds yeah. in. Uh, and then we got, I got a few coming down the stretch uh, regarding this pr- pregnancy, uh, which... You know, I, I normally, like, I know you got a fake doing the pregnant thing a lot of different ways. I could see the lines of the basketball here. Like, it was <laughs> it was not good. But Wilson! Why, yeah, exactly. <laughs> why, why are we so sad that she's going into labor? Like, we, she, it is heartbreaking when she starts having contractions. They play the Charlie Brown music. It's sad <laughs> because Melissa Joan Hart can't go to the fireman's ball with Jason Priestley. She's Melissa, ha- she she's did having, you a favor. She's having a baby. <laughs> Just meet him the next day. She's in labor for crying out loud. Like, things are more important. I don't understand this. You know what, and though? Then, <laughs> go ahead. And then, and then Jason Priestley, rather than go to the hospital when the Bingo. ball is over. <laughs> yeah. He's like, the, the answer is, I'll meet you at the ball. Now, oh, I guess I'll wait for you here in case that whole labor thing doesn't take all night. <laughs> Womp, womp. What, are you, what are you doing? But you know what? Jason Priestley's right. Because if I had known the baby was from Mattel, I would have done the same thing. Like American Sniper was taking notes over here. This, it is literally, I could thump the baby. It's just plastic. I, it's it's I've, unreal. I've never, I've never in all of my years. It, it is, I, you just keep going back to the scene and they're not even scene. trying. It is a plastic Melissa baby. Joan Hart at one point tries to like bring the blanket up over the, the baby doll face so you can't see it. it, it, it but is, we see it. It is a way that the baby in this movie is why we do this podcast. It is that oh. much of a wait what. It is a gray plastic baby doll. It doesn't move. It doesn't do anything. It's brutal. I'll have to. I, I took pictures last time this was on TCM. I'll have to send it to you. There's an old 70s 
60s movie with Connie Stevens called Susan Slade, where she has a child out of wedlock, and it's a whole big thing. And there's a scene where the baby accidentally sets itself on fire with a (laughs) lighter, and it's like the rubberiest, plasticiest, fake baby. John Waters said that scene inspired him to become a filmmaker. I I bet. This is the proud history of terrible fake babies. This baby is the fakest. It's the fakest. Mm -mm. It's unbelievable. That's all I got. Uh, it's time for what the lifetime is part show. We wonder what could have been. Maybe having given some clarity to the questions that we still have. Alonzo. Well, uh, first of all, I, I do want to give kudos to the number one podcast in America Absolutely. for her her very sage advice, which I'm sure we all can back. Which is, you know, at Christmas time, don't eat too many cookies. Oh, I, that really landed for me this time. You know, sort of like, uh, oh. yeah. No, beyond that, I got to be honest. It's uh, a month ago. It feels like yesterday. Um, <laughs> two days tops. <laughs> Uh, the big question is what happens when she runs out of holidays? Because, I mean, like, there's yeah. just so much yeah. you can say about, like, falling in love at Halloween. And at some point, this like, you flag will have, day, yeah, fall exactly. in love. You will have gone through Arbor Day <laughs> right. and, you know, whatever else. And it's like, uh, I don't know, number one podcast in America. You better diversify and quick. That's right. Good luck with Memorial Day. Okay. <laughs> Am I right? Yeah, you're not right. Like you, not to, which is not the same as Veterans Day, you guys. Yeah. Not at all. You got to. You gotta figure it out. <laughs> you picked you picked a very specific Veterans Day. She could do just absolutely fine. No, no problem. problem. But Memorial oh, sure. Day, tough sledding. Mm. Can I teach you about the dot system? Um, <laughs> all right, I have one, and it's very simple. It's uh, what is Hank the HR guy? <laughs> <laughs> I just again, this movie it's on DVR. It's on the on demand on Philo. Just go find Hank, the HR guy. And see He's, if you can make heads or tails of what's going on He is the most interesting person I've never heard say a word. Like, I just look at him and I'm just like, you are just, you seem fun. I, he seems fun. If, if the character had said, I've fallen in love with a Dutch fashion photographer, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yes. Like, he does not the, look like the there's HR There's no guy. way he works in HR. No there's way. There's no, no way no that way. guy works in no. HR. No, unless he murdered the HR person. <laughs> That's not, possible. Yeah, I He thought, does not know what forms you need to fill out to get your insurance claim. No, and I, he won't tell you because he can't speak. <laughs> I, I felt like it's a part that should have been... He gives a it, thumbs up at one point. He should have been played by Fred Armisen. Yes. Like, that's a Fred Fred's Armisen doing a bit, man. Dude, Fred, Fred is doing would, a bit. would crush that role. Do you remember <laughs> when we were at ATX Fest in Austin, Texas, and we went to the premiere of, what was that show? Which show? On uh, USA. Uh, the night At the night, it was the big theater. Oh, the um, Queen of the South. Queen of the South. Yeah. And there was a character at the very end that looked like Fred Armisen. Exactly like Fred. Just tagged along for yeah, it. And just, he was having a ball. He was. He didn't say a word. Yeah, I I'm think still, it might have been to Fred. To this day, I'm it convinced it's Fred Armisen yeah. who just was in might town. Might have been Fred. Might have been Fred. I, I think... If Fred Armis is not doing a bit there, I think they realized they needed a Hank, and it was like, "Hey, the uh, the key grip. Dude, he's, get, a key, get, he's, a, he's a key grip. Let's get him over here. Over put him. some makeup on him. Let's get good to go." Yeah, or, it's, or it's like Robin Givens' assistant or something. Yeah. Like clearly with somebody in her pod, if she could sit next to him on a couch, it was know. just unbelievable. Amazing. I yeah. love that guy. To be the seventh person or eighth person in this film, I mean, <laughs> God bless. Him. Uh, Dan, do you have one? I do. First of all, earmuffs the podcast network questions because. <laughs> Um, you know, and I, if you've got answers, writers, let me know, because this podcast network has a full high rise, uh, of office suites and has the number one podcast in the country. Um, and it's a holiday podcast. And so I mean, they're the, I heart, the I heart radio, but do they, but even I heart radio, I heart have a high rise and have all their podcast hosts come in the office to do their podcasts. 
Um, they probably have uh, multiple floors. On, in they, a are they people recording there? Yes, one hundred percent. Really recording there? Yeah. Well, there you go. Learn something new, but not my, everybody. I my mean, main one is they're not going to make Will Ferrell come into uh, the office. No, uh, my main one is is at the end of this movie, Jason Priestley's character is driving his truck and he's listening live to the radio slash podcast when he hears the Declaration of Love, and he's in a Santa suit and he's driving somewhere, and then he he basically turns around and comes back to to her. Right, that's what happens in this movie. I think is it I, the next day. No, it's still no, it's, it's okay. Christmas Eve. I so, think. my question is: is that why is he wearing the suit? Yeah, but but maybe it's, it's just Christmas Eve. Okay, <laughs> but, but okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Fair. Do you wear a Christmas a Santa suit on Christmas Eve? Listen, what that Alonso does. <laughs> but my, my next question is: if he's wearing it and he turned around, wherever he was going is disappointed, right? Like where wherever he was supposed to be with the suit on is like where's Jason in the Santa suit? Sorry, orphans. That's right. Some someone somewhere someone. is upset that that Melissa Johart made the declaration. Someone of walked in. They were listening. They were listening to Heart of the What is it called? The podcast Holiday Love. They were listening Holiday to Holiday Love. Love Live, and they walked into the room and they were like, "Guys, I." I'm going to go out on a limb. Son of a bee. He's not uh, coming. We've got we've to pivot. I don't, I mean, this is, this is bad Unbelievable. News. That's all uh, we did, everybody. Congratulations. Uh, we'll be back uh, tomorrow with uh, some more uh, Christmas fun. Um, and we'll be back next week with some more Christmas fun. Uh, Christmas in July, just because it's done doesn't mean we're done. We're still going. Mm-hmm. Not still right, rolling. Just exactly right. Started. Uh, Alonzo, you want to leave everybody with some uh, parting wisdom? Uh, you're, you're the wise, you're a wise guy. Sure, yeah. I'll tell you, a lot of your favorite networks are not the number one uh, podcast. Sorry, right. a lot of your favorite podcasts, rather, are not the favorite uh, number one podcast in the country and do not have the support of networks and gigantic advertisers. So um, support them, uh, whether I love it, it is uh, becoming a subscriber directly to their program, like OSA Bramble Jam Plus, mm-hmm. or their Patreon, or the network that carries them, if you're, say, a Maximum Fun listener. Uh, there are a lot of different ways to support the uh, hard work and time that goes into making podcasts. And those of us who are not the number one podcast in the country appreciate it greatly it's exactly we right certainly do um thank you to everybody who listens and who supports us um it means so much we'll be back tomorrow with another one and until then may we be the first to wish you a merry, merry christmas. christmas deck the hallmarks of bramble jam podcast it's presented by philo tv it's produced by brandon gray and recorded live in yeah that greenville south carolina set decor is by plum at haywood mall for more information on deck the hallmark you can go to deck the for more information on bramble jam podcast network you can go to bramblejampodcast.com